0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about not allowing little bumps in the road, triggers, whatever, to affect you throughout your day. I wanted to relay a story of something that happened to me during my day because I thought it might help some people out there. If you have gone through something traumatic in your life, if you've experienced trauma, then you know that your brain reacts differently to trauma than people who have not been exposed to trauma. And what happens is we have a fight or flight response. And so when something happens to you and it throws you off guard, you go into that flight or fight response. And it's, again, a survival instinct that you learned because you went through trauma. But even though you've gone through trauma and you have that fight or flight instinct in you, even though that's like a natural tendency, we can still retrain our brains we can still get out of that fight or flight response mode it takes work and it takes healing but it is possible so I want to tell you what happened to me today and this is why I decided you know what I need to do a podcast about this because I know that I'm not the only one experiencing this with my kids and I know I'm not the only one who's ever It didn't personally happen to me. Like, I don't have the flight or fight response. It happened to my kids. And they're the ones who are constantly in this mode of fight or flight. And it's because of the trauma they went through with their dad. And so it's hard for me to um, help them. Like, I'm trying to help them. But it's hard for me as someone who really has healed and gone past the trauma to understand the flight or fight mode anymore, because I have not done that for so long. But I understand what they're going through and what's happening. But when it's your own kids, I think it just makes it that much harder. But I thought, you know what, there are other people out there who are probably experiencing similar things. So I wanted to do this podcast episode about this. So what happened to me today, you know, it was my kid's 18th birthday, which is supposed to be a very special day, a great day. And it was, you know, it started off great. They both got to school. I brought cupcakes in for them and put a candle in the cupcake and sang to them. you know, in German class, we sang to my daughter in German and my son came in for study hall. We all sang to him and they were happy and things were, you know, we were making plans for dinner and how we were going to go out and celebrate with the whole family. And then in one second, that whole mood changed. Their dad, who they have not talked to in six months, not said a word to in six months, and he knows something's up. Like, he knows that they are angry with him because of what they experienced with him when he had them for the weekend or for his two weeks in the summer. And... He sent a message that was very much a guilt-toned message. I mean, it was, you know, it was, if you didn't know the situation, if you didn't know the past, if you didn't know their dad, you'd be like, oh, that was just a nice message to send to your kids, you know, for their birthday. You have to know this man to know that he is smart enough to know that that would trigger them. You can't be that stupid. You haven't talked to them in six months, but you're going to text them today. Like you know something's up. You know they're angry with you. And he texted something like I'm so proud of you and you're making great choices and you know I love you forever and you know just it's it's guilt. This is what it is. People will try to manipulate and control people when they think they can. And this man is like the king of using manipulation to get people to do what he wanted them to do. And it's all about control. And I, I hate to say that because I know I sound like a horrible person saying like their dad only wants to control them and he's manipulative. And, But if any of you out there are listening have ever been with a toxic person who is manipulative, you know that that's exactly what they do to get you. They cry, they use emotions. I talk about this in my book. This is how he operates. It's not at all about the true emotion I don't even know that he's capable I don't know I just don't know if he's truly capable of feeling real emotion I think he just knows how to use it to manipulate people and to get what he wants so in this one little text that he sent sent my children into a tailspin it went from they had a great day to now they're in tears and about to have a panic attack because they didn't expect to hear from him and they don't want to talk to him And it brought up all of this past stuff. And that's very difficult as a parent to watch that and to go through that. And you're trying to bring them back to some sense of normalcy. And the thing is, until you really heal that stuff, and until they heal that stuff, hearing from him is always going to cause a reaction. It just is. Because it's a way of him having power over them. And what you have to learn how to do is to learn how to not give away your power to other people, to not react, to not allow something like that to trigger you. And you may be saying, oh yeah, good luck with that. Like that's really difficult. And I get it. It is extremely difficult not to react or not to have some kind of reaction or emotion when something triggers you, but I'm here to tell you, I wrote about this in my book. I talk about this in my book, Beautifully Broken. The day that I learned that when I stopped having an emotional reaction to him, when I stopped feeding him my energy, was probably the most free I've ever felt in my entire life because it absolutely works when you stop allowing others to trigger you and to you give your energy to them it's it becomes no fun because what manipulators like to do it's all about control and they love pushing your buttons They love pushing her buttons because that's fun to them. It's like, look what I can do. I can make her have this reaction. And that's exactly what they're doing. You know, my mom, when we were little, my sister and I, my brother would just tease the crap out of us and annoy us. And we were just like, oh my gosh, mom, will you please punish him? Please make him stop. He would do whatever just to annoy you, like stick his finger right in front of your face, but not actually touch you and be like, I'm not touching you. Or, you know... Like, turn around and pinch you or shock you. He would rub his feet on the carpet and then shock us. I mean, just things like that. Ways to torture us. It's like he invented all of them. And so my mom would say, Well, if you just didn't react, he would stop doing it. And I thought that was the dumbest reaction ever. I'm like, What? You're just lazy and you don't want to punish him. That's what this is all about. But she was right. And years later, when I went to counseling um, after my divorce, my counselor was right too because she said the same thing. She said, you know what? It's like a game to him. And when you stop playing, it's not fun anymore. When you stop reacting, there's nothing for him to do. Like he's not going to just sit there and keep expending his energy on you when you're not giving him a reaction because he's not getting what he wants anymore. It's no fun. And that's so true. It's so true. And I really would never have believed if if I didn't see it with my own eyes. But I talk about this in my book, too. You know, my ex would always... He knew exactly what... Button, buttons to push. You know, he just did. It would be like, oh, well, I know that you want to have the kids for this family function. So I'm going to make sure they're not available. It's because it's my weekend and I'm not going to be flexible and they're not going to be available and we can't trade and we can't, you know, and I had to lose a few battles. I had to finally just say, you know what? All right. I know I'm not going to get to have my kids at this family function and I'm just going to get over that because I don't, I'm not going to trade my power for time with the kids because it's not worth it because in the long run you think you've won and you use this to manipulate me and you're like we can trade you know I'll give you this if you know he would I mean it, when I say trade I don't mean like a fair trade I mean like I'll hold this over your head for five months and every time something comes up I'm gonna throw it in your face and I'm gonna use it as power I'm gonna leverage it against you that's what I'm talking about or like, oh, I helped you with your website. I'll destroy your entire website if you don't do what I want you to do. I mean, who does that? You know, who does that? Someone who is a manipulator does that. And the sad thing is that they've learned a lot of traits from him that we're working on trying to erase because that is one thing I never, ever want my kids to be is someone who would hold something over your head like that is so wrong. And I can't even begin to fathom how you would feel on the inside to say to somebody, look, I'm going to destroy your life, you know, but he said that to me before. And, you know, it's, I just had to get to a point where I was like, you know what, if you feel like you have to destroy my life, do it, go for it. And when you say that, and when you and you have to mean it, even though secretly deep down you might be like, oh my gosh. But if you want somebody to stop manipulating you and to stop treating you like that, you've just gotta put it out there. You've gotta say, you know what? Do what you're gonna do. I don't care. You're not affecting me. My life will go on anyway. And whatever, it is what it is. You're not gonna you're not gonna break my mood. You know, that's how I was hoping my kids would have reacted today was to say, Well, you know what? He texted, okay, well, I'll just delete the text and move on. But I know they're not there yet, and they're kids. You know, they're kids, and that's their dad. So that's not going to be that easy for them. But that's where I want them to get to, is a place where him sending them a text in the middle of the day doesn't ruin their day. And that's where I want you guys to be, too, because that's where you should be. No one should have the ability to bring you to your knees no one should have the ability to make you feel bad about yourself and the only way people do have that ability is when we allow them to we absolutely give up our power to them when we allow them to shake us from our foundation and a lot of people don't understand that because you get so caught up in your head like like well I have to do this I have to be this I have to do that No, you don't. Even if it's family, because this is their dad, guys. This is their dad. You don't get any more family than that, right? You absolutely can check out from a relationship, even if it's family, if they're being toxic to you. Why would you want to stay with someone who puts you down all the time? You know, (laughs) I love my mom, but sometimes she can have the tendency to be very direct with what she says and sometimes it ends up being hurtful and she doesn't necessarily mean it that way but it'll come right out of her mouth and like now my siblings and I like we just all kind of look at each other like okay you know here it is um because we know we've gotten used to it and there was a time when that would have bothered me when i would have spent the whole evening like stewing about what she said like how could she say that you know she's my mom she's supposed to be supportive of everything i do And not that she wasn't, but she just has a way of being like, well, if you really want to do that, I don't think it's a great idea. Like, I think it's kind of stupid. Like, you're pretty gullible if you think, you know, and the way she would say it is like, she's trying to protect you. But it comes off as like, putting you down. And I know she doesn't mean it that way. And I think, you know, again, we just do what our parents did. I think her parents probably did that to her. But you know, now I've gotten to a point where I don't want to bother me, number one. And number two, I just give her a look now and she just, she'll just she like backtrack and be like, um, well, I didn't mean what I meant was. And she said something to me one day. She said, you're the only one who tells me when I do something that's not right or something. She said, made some kind of comment like that. Like, your brother and sister don't stand up to me, but you do. And, you know, I was like, well, I mean, yeah. You know, that's part of this whole process. I am going to set a boundary for myself, and if you cross it and I don't like it, you're going to hear about it because I don't want you to do it again. And that's a whole part of this whole thing is when we set healthy boundaries for ourselves and people cross them, we remove those people. You know, we say, no, you're not going to do that to me. It doesn't mean that we lose our cool and we get upset. It just means we say, you know what, you're not going to treat me that way. I'm going to stand up for myself and you're not going to take my personal peace. I'm not giving it to you. I'm not going to be upset and affected by what you did. And let's be realistic. You're going to be triggered and you're going to get upset. But it's learning how to keep, keep emotionally stable when someone is trying to throw you off balance. Because honestly, that's what people are trying to do. Because if you're off balance, it's easier to take you down. And what we need to do is learn how to pause, really. You know, a big problem, they didn't respond to him, and that's one thing. But we have a tendency when people do things to us to just react. And we get all emotional, and we get upset, and we just... I used to feel, I don't know about you, but I used to feel like I would get so upset, I'd feel my heart racing and my blood pressure rising, and I'm surprised I didn't give myself like a stroke or a heart attack with the way I would react to things sometimes. And now I look back at that and go, why did I do that? That was a waste of energy, and I look really silly. But we're human, and the emotional part of our brain takes over, and when that happens, it's hard for us to be logical, So what we have to do is when something like that happens, take a breath. Take a deep breath, okay? And just say to yourself, does this really affect me? Does this matter? Like this text from him, it doesn't mean anything, you know? It's just a way for him to be like, hey, please talk to me. You know, I want to be able to talk to you again so I can get back in and start doing what I do again, which is manipulate. And if in a perfect world they were old enough and had been doing this practice enough to understand, what they would have done was said, oh, look at that, and said something like, isn't that interesting, and then just ignored it and went about their day and not let it affect their day. But that's not what happened. And that's, I think, what happens to a lot of people is that's not what happens. You don't just ignore it and go, oh, well, you have this deep emotional reaction. And then you get into that fight or flight mode. And for some people, they have full-on panic attacks. And some people just get very upset and start expending all of this energy screaming or crying or doing whatever they have to do. And the problem is that doesn't help you. And it doesn't fix anything. You really have to get to the point where you can see through people and you know what they're trying to do and you don't let it get to you. So when someone throws a dig in at you, you just smile and say, "Mm mm-hmm. And then keep going. It doesn't affect your day. And like I said, you're human, so it's going to take practice and it's not going to be easy, but... Let me tell you that I've had lots of practice. My ex used to call me before work and start fights with me so that like my whole day was like ruined. And I, it would be a constant me hanging up on him and him calling right back. And it was like 50 times in a row. And I mean, I would feel almost like I was in a fog because I was trying to, to, to like teach and do things for work and he's still blowing up my phone and it was awful And when I finally just learned, when he starts doing that, turn off your phone. Don't respond. Just ignore it. Because it was never ever about anything that needed my immediate attention. It was just a tactic. He's just trying to needle me so that he could feel some sort of satisfaction from calling me and screaming at me. And when I finally stopped playing that game, when I said, you know what, I'm disengaging, I'm not doing this. Number one, I don't want to. This is not fun for me. Number two, I don't have the energy or the time to do this. And number three, I don't have to. When I finally realized that I could do that, I don't know why. There was some part of me, some distorted part of me that thought that because he was their dad, I had to be in contact with him and we had to agree on everything and we had to try to be the best for the kids. You know what? That's great if your ex is willing to be cooperative and you can do those kinds of things, but when they're not and when they're manipulative and they do those things just to get at you, disengage. There's nothing that says you have to engage in any kind of argument with them. When you're really smart, like you have your lawyers drop everything to a T, so you don't even have to negotiate anything. And yeah, it's sad you have to be that way, but it's so important for you to protect your energy. Don't even get involved in that stupid arguing. It's just drama, and it's so high school Who wants to do that? Not me. And I won't do that anymore. I am not going to do that with anyone. So I've learned, you're not going to shake me from my foundation. You may try, and things may throw me off guard here and there. But I've just learned to pause, take a breath, and say, is this really going to matter in a day, in a week, in a month? in a year. And every time the answer's been no. So when the answer's no, you know what I do? I'm like, okay, out of my mind, not worrying about it. Not worth my time. And I'm not being mean. I'm just protecting my own energy. And I'm protecting myself and my sanity and my well-being emotionally. So it can be a little harder when you've experienced trauma but I'm living proof that you can change the way you think. Because to say that it was trauma, to be in an abusive marriage, it was definitely trauma. And it was traumatic. And I used to have that fight or flight instinct as well. But I've learned how to change the way I react. And when I change myself, you better believe that my ex changed to because he didn't even try to do that call me 50 times in a row crap. He didn't try it. He knew that that wasn't working with me anymore and that wasn't going to get anywhere. In fact, I actually called, I went to the police and filed a report against him because you can't harass someone by phone. At least in Illinois, you can't. And they issued him a citation and they said, you know, do it again and we're going to buying you $250 and you're going to go to jail. And that was, you know, me standing up for myself. That was all it took. So if you get triggered by something or someone, take a deep breath. Know that it's other people's actions. It's never about you. It's not. They're reacting out of a place of deep hurt and wounding in themselves When we say that when you don't heal yourself, you bleed all over people who didn't cut you, it's true. They're doing that. They're projecting their own inner wounding onto you. So don't give it a second thought. Just take a deep breath. Come back to a place of center. Come up with some kind of phrase you can say to yourself. My mentor always used to say, isn't that interesting? I would say something else. I don't know. But come up with your own saying, you know, like, oh, wow, look at that. Or surprise, surprise, look at that person trying to throw me off balance again. Whatever you have to say to yourself, that's like a key phrase for you to know. No, not today, Satan. Maybe not today, Satan (laughs) would be a good one. (laughs) You know, it's like, no, you're not doing this to me today. I'm not allowing you to steal any of my personal power, any of my peace. No, not today or any day. And then clear your energy and come back to center and don't let it throw off the rest of your day. Sometimes we are tested by people around us to really see how strong we truly are. And I know that you guys are so strong and you can do anything. So I hope you're not dealing with toxic people in your life, but if you are, know that you're not alone. And that you don't have to give in to their toxicity. You don't have to be a part of it. You don't have to play the game. You can walk away. Family or not, you can walk away. All right, guys. Well, I hope you are having a peaceful day. And I am going to go and try to make the rest of my children's birthday amazing. And I want to pull a card for you. So the card I'm pulling for you is from Louise Hay's Heart Thoughts deck, and it's, I am a magnet for miracles. When I change my consciousness and forgive those I need to forgive, healing miracles occur. Wow. I did not pick that. (laughs) Excuse me to go with this. But it kind of does, doesn't it? Sometimes we just need to forgive people. You know, when someone throws you off balance like that, I said this to my daughter too. I said, you know what? You just picture your dad in your head in front of you and you say everything you need to say to him in your mind. Just say it like you're saying it to his face and then tell him bye-bye and then let it go. You know, they're not at the point of forgiveness yet. I'm hoping that will be a place where they can go. I have already forgiven him because I understand that he's got so much going on within him that, where do you even start? He's so wounded. I've already done my forgiveness, and I hope that one day they will be able to forgive him too, only for them, you know? When we forgive others who need it, it's not about them. It's about us. It's about us letting go of the heavy burdens that we carry with us when we're carrying around all those Hurtful memories, hurtful words, everything we're carrying. It's time to let it go. All right, guys, well, I want to thank you so much for being with me. I want to tell you about two contests that I have going on right now. If you buy my beautifully broken book, or if you have already bought my book, then first of all, thank you. Secondly, um I am having two contests. The first contest is if you bought my book, and you take a picture of yourself with my book. And if it's the ebook, don't worry. You can just have the book up the title page on your ebook on your either tablet or phone or whatever you're reading it from. Take a picture of yourself with it and put a post on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, doesn't matter. And tag me in it, and I will enter you for a chance to win a free session with me. And, um, I will be announcing the winners March 14th and I will allow you to choose what you want, whether you want Reiki past not past life, but Reiki coaching or a reading. Also, if you click on my link for the review and you feel so inclined to leave a review, um, clicking on the link will also get you a chance to uh, win a session with me. So all you have to do is is again screenshot you going to that link with the review page and um i will enter you in the drawings i already have a few people entered so get yourself entered to win because who doesn't want a free coaching session reiki session or reading also if you just want to work with me I have many things that I offer. You can go to my website, melissaoatman.com to see all of the services that I offer as well as a description and pricing. And when you're ready to book, you can simply contact me. All of my contact information is in the description to this podcast, and we can set up your session. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook, Mondays at 5.30 Central, and I upload readings to Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, share it with others, leave me a review. That helps other people find me. Leaving reviews for my book also helps other people find my book, and I really want to get it out to as many people as possible because I think it's going to heal so many people. So that would be so super helpful for me if you would want to do that. And also... Um, if you subscribe to my website, you'll receive a free morning and evening meditation. So I hope that you guys will have a beautiful day. I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, I am sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.